Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another weird episode of fucking Sharks Across Hollywood. So we're going to talk about a movie that I can't describe any other way, but it's super fucking weird. I like the way you say another weird episode as if you've posted those other ones. <laughs> I've posted several of them and they were all weird. <laughs> you posted like three of them. I've posted 32 of them. The Dark Backward has, yo, I I, I, oh, I, well, I was talking about the, like we- the, the actual I was talking weird about ones. the actual weird ones, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do Six String Samurai this week. Are you going to like say hi or? <laughs> I did, I just did the intro. Oh, you did? I missed it did you, did you not hear me say nope. welcome to sharks across hollywood nope I, it completely missed me you you commented on me saying that i'd saying it just now are you okay really that's what Fuck, that's what happens man. when you when when you get on new meds yeah and yeah that's that that's me on three hours of sleep a night oh this is gonna be fun guys oh all right so did this movie remind you at all of rollerblade seven because it kind of <laughs> for the uninitiated <laughs> the rollerblade seven is a movie we watched this year at uh, stinker fest which is our bad movie festival we do every year and it it is it's like um, mad max on rollerblades on acid and also god awful and a and a lobotomy <laughs> it's very fucking weird it's totally incomprehensible and uh, yeah and no I, I i was as i was watching this you know what i thought is i thought i will bet you the filmmakers saw rollerblade seven and they were like you know what what if we actually did something like that but made it good but like actually a competent filmmaker except you wouldn't know he's a competent filmmaker because he's only directed one other feature and it's not a, not good it's the crow wicked prayer with, oh my god with really? edward furlong he directed that what's <laughs> yes. his name lance moonja or something uh it is yeah lance moonja he directed wicked prayer oh my god yeah ouch yeah. and tara reed don't forget tara, and tara reed. reed and then chosen from karate kid 2 plays a hillbilly chinese guy <laughs> which i yeah oh my god but hey, man, Danny Trejo's in it, so. Well, there you go. That's that's all you need. Doesn't make it good though. You just need Danny Trejo because it is really, really bad. <laughs> wow, I can't believe that's the same director as this. That is another franchise like Highlander where they should have just stopped at the first one because none of the other ones are good. You know, I gotta say, I I, I have fond memories of the second one. It's not the worst one for sure, but it, it has problems. It it's could have been. F- I mean, it, yeah. it's obviously if you compare it to the first one, no, it's a piece of shit. But if you kind of just let it stand on its own as its own thing, I think it, I think there's a lot of fun to be had with that second one. I don't know. I will admit that I was a teenager when I saw it. I was I, I didn't have good taste, it's, but uh, I really enjoyed it. It does have Thuy Trang in it. It was her last movie before she died. The uh, original Yellow Ranger. She's in uh, City yeah. of Angels. She plays the the bad guy. She plays oh, as she, like little hench girl, hench woman. Is she she takes over by Ling's role from one where like she had her eyes plucked out by the crow and yeah oh yeah that one yep yeah and she's actually she actually turned into quite a good actress and that happens a lot it seems and then she died yeah fucking figures man there's a list of people like that so the Rollerblade 7 connection, I, that's what I put. I said it kind of reminds me of Rollerblade 7 if, like, it was good. You know what it is? And, and I had this thought the first time I ever saw it, and subsequent viewings have only served to reinforce this opinion. This movie is an anime come to life made yeah. by a Western director. But it still has anime logic. It has anime storyline elements. It has all those strange, completely unexplained world-building elements that come into it that seem to come out of nowhere. If this movie was an anime, you would 
not think twice. Like it, it would make perfect sense as an anime. But because it just has a bunch of white people in it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it seems so weird. Except for that little midget guy. There's a lot of midget jokes in this movie. <laughs> what I see it as is I see it as setup and payoff. Because um and, and this is actually this was in my notes to make a comment on this. Like in in the beginning when Buddy, who for the audience, Buddy is the uh, is the titular six string samurai. He rescues Kid from Wasteland Barbarians, and then the Kid follows him at, on his quest to become the king of Lost Vegas. Lost Vegas, not Lost because Vegas. Because the Russians have taken over in like 1952 or something. No, 1957. So 1957. The okay. Russians nuked America and invaded and took over and the city of Lost Vegas is the last bastion of freedom and Elvis was elected king and now Elvis is dead and <laughs> Vegas needs a new king. So here comes anime Buddy Holly, basically. And he's being chased by death yes who dresses like slash with a mask on yes death is essentially slash from guns and roses slash meets buckethead because he also has the mask so we can slash it head buckethead buckethead is the guy from uh what's that band primus oh and he literally has a bucket over his head and a little like oh fuck man i, I never mask. got into i never got into primus i like the music whenever i hear it but i've never like gotten into their stuff i've, I've never like i have one of their albums but i've i just got it like a few weeks ago at a at a thrift store i don't know much about them they were they they do the south park theme song and they uh they yeah. were in bill and ted's bogus journey i know they did i know uh well not them specifically but les claypool the yeah. guy who runs them did the robot chicken theme song too so anyway anyway like, like i was saying continue <laughs> during that scene where they they come to that first way station and buddy is sitting at the table getting drunk not yet he's about to get yeah drunk. that's right he, he's getting he, he's getting his bottle to get drunk and uh the wheelchair guy he says don't touch my guitar man don't ever touch my guitar <laughs> and then, the, then the guy says something to him, and then he basically says how he's on his way to Vegas to become the king. And the guy says, man, I know where you're going and the path you walk. Death follows you like a blown out 60 or 52 Plymouth. And then immediately a blown out 52 Plymouth pulls up. Which he steals. Which he steals. <laughs> well, technically him and the kid both steal it. Well, the kid, technically the kid The kid does it. steal it because a bunch of bald bowler guys. The pin pals. The pin pals, yes. <laughs> And I made I made this. There is so much to unpack for the audience. If the if if you haven't watched this seriously, just fucking go watch this. Like you can get it. I'm pretty sure you can get it on Amazon. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. Yes. It the okay. The production company has a channel, and they then go watch it right now. You'll probably have to watch some ads, but you might be able to watch it on Tubi TV, which also has ads. I don't know. It's totally worth totally worth watching. I am officially endorsing Tubi TV, by the way. I found three different Saturday morning cartoons in full that I used to watch on there. Uh, you know what? I downloaded the app uh, like last week, fucking and uh, wow. and they have the full moon channel on Tubi yeah. TV. Yeah, that, that's why I downloaded it sweet, at first. Yeah. And, Shout, and Shout TV, so Shout oh, Factory really? has its own thing. I, did so. not, I haven't found that yet. I, uh, I gotta dig it, in there. Yeah, so all the Sentai stuff that they have released, oh, it's Nice. all on there nice i'm like this is beautiful and you don't have to watch any ads for that for some reason the full moon channel i didn't have to watch ads either which so is it weird. must be like if, if you're watching the bigger the bigger movies you might have to yeah maybe I don't yeah because i have not run across any ads yet i haven't created an account either so i try to like save stuff and they're like nope you have to create an account I'm like fuck go yeah, check it out six string samurai seriously like stop it now if you haven't watched it because we're not going to be able to unpack everything that goes i mean it, it literally it goes from one thing to the next thing to the next thing so fucking fast this is not going to make a goddamn lick of sense if you haven't seen it no yeah. you, you won't understand i watched it and it barely made sense to me <laughs> so anyway setup and payoff there's a lot of setup and payoff there's there's that but then there's also there's also when death walks by the uh, that shitty little kid who i was so glad got shot in the back <laughs> i was so happy when those when the when death's 
demon guys shot him in the back. He was an asshole with an annoying voice. Yes. Oh, God. And an annoying face. He just, oh, everything about him. And Death walks by him and goes, see you in hell, kid. And then the next time we see him, the guy says, welcome to hell, kid. (laughs) This movie's fun. I mean, there's all that kind of stuff. So anyway, getting back to the midget line, right? There's the scene with the with with the the cleaver family and uh uh what's his name walt cleaver or something like that he he's sitting there have you ever used a pink golf ball jim <laughs> why the wind shear from a pink golf ball could take the head off a 90 pound midget at 300 yards and then five minutes later we meet a 90 pound midget who does not get his head knocked off no though. he doesn't he doesn't but the, you know the point the point is I, I love this I love it because there is a lot of setup and payoff in this movie they, they set up so many gags that that and that do end up paying off it's great for re-watching <laughs> oh yeah I've well, re-watched this movie many many times you'd have to so watching a movie like this when you're barely coherent and <laughs> It must have felt very Rollerblade 7 in that way. I was I was 20 minutes in and I'm like, okay, I need to stop for a minute. <laughs> and then I went out and did some yard work and then I came back inside and then I started watching it again. And then I'm watching it, I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, it must be almost over right now. I'm like, I checked the time. Holy shit, there's still 30 minutes left. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. It's not a movie you want to watch when your when your brain's not ready. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I I could see that. I could see that. I've watched it a couple of times when I was like really tired or something, and it's not it's not as much fun when you when you can't like you know just enjoy it. Yeah. So so this this movie has an interesting. Well, I mean, you know, this movie is interesting because so few people have heard of it, and so and and even fewer have seen it, and consequently, my son who is attending Stanford University right now, he said whenever he encounters some like film snobs and wants to <laughs> w- wants to prove his legitimacy as a film nerd this is the movie he pulls out of his back pocket because he knows for a fact no one else has seen it yeah the only reason i know it is because i guess it came out in 98 i thought it i thought it would have came out way earlier than that because the early 90s was when shit got kind of weird (laughs) yeah and then the late 90s was when shit just got boring yeah so so this is this is an anomaly of its time i can but it was yeah the the the, the late 90s was sort of perfectly encapsulated by that shakespearean love sweeping the oscars thing a mediocre movie winning winning the winning big prize. every yeah. winning everything but yeah i saw it on tv when i was like 12 <laughs> and i i remember i remember bits and pieces of it from then i'm 31 now by the way and that's the only time i'd ever seen it but I, i'd always want to watch it again i always wanted to watch it again fuck me with the words and things i never got around to it and i remember going to school the next day like going like oh man i watched this movie to this really pretentious girl that i had a crush on yeah we were in art class and i'm like oh i watched this movie it's called don't remember if i remembered the name but i'm like he's it's about this guy and he's trying to get to lost vegas and she's like it's las vegas <laughs> just immediate roadblock there to the a, conversation just, she just was nope can't get past that we hung out all the time it was weird <laughs> i've had those crushes yeah <laughs> and then i got to know her and then i'm like wow now my my older self was like what the fuck <laughs> 12 year old me was a fucking idiot <laughs> no 12 year old me was a big fat stupid dumbass who listened to too many boy bands and was like oh i could have that fantasy at some point I'd, it, it'll happen it'll happen for me even though i'm fat and i look like a pig and my mom's like you don't look like a pig but then i look at my sixth grade fucking picture and i literally look like a pig i look like hoggis greedley from P- captain planet <laughs> i do <laughs> okay where do we go from here <laughs> sidetrack uh 
where the fuck were we? We were talking about the, well, we, we weren't really talking about anything. We're, we're going way out of order here. Well, we were talking about like how unusual it is for someone to even ha- even be aware that this movie exists, let alone have seen it. So it, it is strange that you and I came like having never met each other before, had seen it independently. But like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that's got to be unusual. I, I would imagine I'll bring it up to people and nobody's, well, nobody's seen half the movies that I've fucking seen because this is what I do with my life. I've but. introduced this movie to a lot of people and I've never had anybody, I've never had anybody walk away and be like anything less than really glad that I would had introduced him to it. So how awesome was that 10 mile per hour car chase? <laughs> Which one? Oh, the one, the one, the one right before the, the car breaks down? The one down? where the barbarian clan. Okay, right. They were like Vikings or some barbarians or some shit, right? Yeah, he, I, he accidentally, like, right. he accidentally pissed because that shitty little fucking kid throws a rock yarrit, and throws <laughs> that rock at him and it, it flips out of his hand with a bullet ricocheting noise. Oh, is that is the, that what happened? The sound effects in this movie are great. And then it flies over and hits the hits one of the barbarian guys in the face as he's driving by in that broken down old Studebaker or whatever it was. And then the kid pulls up in the stolen in the stolen Plymouth and off they go on a 10 mile per hour car chase with a gumball trebuchet. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, right. Right. They half the budget went to gumballs, I guarantee. You. There's so many fucking gumballs in this movie, it's ridiculous. But no, see that that's one of those things that I totally missed. I saw him throw the rock, I think, but I only got to watch this movie once because my weekend was so busy because yeah. I was like preparing for Endgame all day yesterday oh, okay, and like yeah. doing a bunch of other stuff before we made it to our three hour movie. So I, all, all I saw was that was also at the time when I was like, I was struggling to stay awake and I'm like trying to, I'm watching. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. 16 minutes in, 16 minutes in. It wasn't even 20 minutes by the time I was like, okay, hang on, <laughs> hang on. I need a break. Wow. And, and let it be known that the six string samurai, Mr. Buddy does not want the kid with him because that's, that's a trope that'll just never die. Yeah. Well, which is I, fine. you know, the wasteland's no place for kids, especially a kid who can only go, oh, it's like rush hour and then he just you know randomly you, talks you know what though that's <laughs> i i think that's a throwback to the kid from uh from road warrior okay and i was gonna say that that kid is way less annoying than the kid from this movie he is i i agree the feral kid over uh what's his name the kid. they call him they call him oh yeah right he he's got named kid. jed by uh oh yeah by, that, the cleavers. By, by the cleavers the cleavers name him jed but yeah he's just the kid who has also done one other movie but he wasn't an actor and he was just a stunt guy really yeah speaking of how annoying this kid is the scene <laughs> And I'm jumping way forward here. In the I story. think I I'm pre- I, for this one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it it's it doesn't matter. It isn't going to make any sense to him unless they've heard it or seen it anyway. There's like five minutes of story, and then the rest of it's all sword <laughs> fights and weird shit. The scene where the kid like they fall off the motorcycle, I think. And yeah, okay, I blinked when that happened, and I'm like, wait, why is he crying? Fuck off, yeah, kid. And the kids and the kids <laughs> crying. And at first he's kind of legitimately crying, and then he's just <laughs> like deliberately seeking attention because crying. buddy, buddy like like got all pissed off and he like jumps on his back and falls down on purpose i think and because <laughs> he was annoyed <laughs> and, ma- and makes the kid laugh so now the kid wants him to keep doing it and whenever he doesn't the kid but uh, the kid's just like ah, ah. now this scene is particularly annoying to me and here's why because my youngest sister who is who is the same age as my oldest son by the way she used to do that exact same thing back when i first saw this movie and she was like <laughs> And she was like three years old or something. She would do that. And here's the crazy part. She, at that time, looked a lot like this kid. Oh, shit. You just wanted to fucking punch both of them. Oh, my God. I was so fucking annoyed because, no, she would do that to the point where, like, it was clearly, she obviously wasn't in any pain or anything like that. She was just doing it for attention. And my parents 
would totally go for it. And I was like, where the fuck was this attitude when I was a kid? Come on, man. <laughs> you wouldn't have put up with this shit when it was me. Because you're a boy. No, it's because I'm the first. Oh, well, you are the practice kid when you're the oldest. That's what I call the oldest kid, the practice kid. Yeah, yeah, I was the practice kid. And my my little sister, who is the second youngest out of us, my youngest brother is younger than my daughter. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, my, my, my parents kept fucking for a long time. They need to stop that shit. Well, they're done well, now. <laughs> done now for for obvious reasons. Yeah, menopause. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that that scene just annoys the living shit out of me. And right now I'm looking at pictures trying to like just brush up, <laughs> make sure my memory's <laughs> there. And I keep on coming across that, that stupid band that was... The Red Elvises. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, the Red Elvises are a fucking awesome band. Are they a real band? They are a real oh, band. Nice. Yes. Are and, they really Russian? And they, they are really Russian and they really perform that kind of music all the time time it's kind of cool i like it it's very cool the soundtrack for this movie is amazing it's one of my favorite i i it constantly comes up on my ipod favorite stuff not really a rockabilly guy but i i don't hate it yeah i mean it, you know it's, it's kind of either your thing or it's not yeah. but it, but if it is they're great i mean you like the cramps don't you yeah a little bit i'm getting this judgy look i'm just kind of surprised i i've never heard somebody who claimed to be a punk fan who wasn't into the cramps i i'm more of a five seconds of summer guy i don't know who the fuck that is five seconds of summer is like one of these younger emo bands that call themselves they're like a pop band with guitars but they call themselves pop punk like when i when i hear pop punk i'm like newfound glory teenage bottle rocket no use for a name, that kind of shit. But then now people are like, five seconds of summer. And then Newfound Glory made a music video where they they were, they were cast like younger dudes as them in the video. <laughs> and I, I saw them saw them live right after they released the video, but I was reading through the comments and it is all people going like, oh, they're just trying to be, I didn't know who five seconds of summer was. Everybody spelt it five SOS. They're trying to be like five sauce. They're trying to be like five sauce. They're, they're, they're trying to be cool like five sauce. <laughs> then Chad from Newfound Glory, he's always like, he was like, yeah, uh, well, we haven't been cool in a long time so it <laughs> like like remember back when we were on mtv <laughs> remember 20 years ago yeah about that uh, was like 2004 yeah yeah it's not quite <laughs> you know more like 15 i guess but they've been around for 20 years now 21 years newfound glory has nothing to do with this yeah so let's all. talk some more about them all right cool this is now a newfound glory shark the, new, the, newfound, the newfound glory podcast yeah. newfound glory across hollywood i'm down let's do it let's do it oh I was going to make make a point when we were talking about the the bowler guys the the pin pals the pin pals fuck that watching this movie is kind of like going to a metal show one of those really over the top power metal shows where all the bands have a shtick like they're all guar wannabes yeah like they all have something like one bands they're bowlers the other bands they're they're all elvises these other guys are all are all in shrouds and they're death metal and the, the ned flanders <laughs> metal band yeah like that exactly like that and ghost and power wolf and glory hammer all those guys that do that same shit <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it was like watching this movie for me. Well, I mean, really, it all it all kind of goes back. To, and I don't know, there, there's probably an earlier reference that, that someone who's deeper in film nerddom would be able to come up with. But for me, it just kind of all goes back to the Warriors, you know, like trying to create that sort of iconography. And, and the, the way it felt to me, and I, put, I, I even put this in my notes, it felt to me like this is why it felt so much like an anime. It felt like the kind of thing where you could very, very easily turn this into like a 12 part anime. And there, there's there's more than enough 
enough to go into lots and lots and lots of story. But it, it's all packed in like an anime movie is when it gets like truncated way, way down and they pack in all these tiny little references to things that actually get really, really fleshed out if you go back and read the manga. Yeah, that's actually, I was gonna I was gonna make a point about that because I'm watching it again and I'm like, this is like a cartoon. I sh- This would have made an awesome Saturday morning cartoon, even if it wasn't an anime, of course, but yeah. like it could have had that, that would have worked. Because half the fucking cartoon shows, the action shows that I watched were all about post-apocalyptic environments anyways. <laughs> right? Like yeah. Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, which is on Tubi TV, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. I haven't, fucking, seen that. I haven't seen that since it was on. I am fucking excited. There's only 13 episodes. It's beautiful. Little little tiny show that nobody fucking remembers. Except now, for you. Now, r- refresh refresh my memory was, uh, I, I can't remember if it was Race and the Wheeled Warriors. Was that like a Jay, sort of... Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. Jace, yeah. that's it. And the Wheeled Warriors. Was that sort of a post-apocalyptic thing or was that more of an alien thing? I, I don't remember. fucking remember. I know. I remember it was plants. Like there were these giant <laughs> fucking plants. I know I watched it, but I don't actually remember but it was one of those things where i saw the picture and i'm like holy shit i watched that i don't remember anything yeah. about it but i watched it too yeah. I, I i watched it and i remember it was plants like it was for whatever reason wherever they were had these giant plants that they could drive on like they were so huge but then they were also like alive i mean like not like plants are but like they were like <laughs> like animal oh, intelligence weird. like the plant from... and so and so all their yeah like audrey too <laughs> yeah there we go so like all their cars had these had these buzzsaw weapons on them that they could chop through vines and shit nice. with so yeah that that's my memory of, of Jason, the real wheeled warriors. I think it was on a VHS tape that my aunt and uncle had made that had rad on it. And the GoBots movie. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking GoBots, the Kmart transformers. I remember being so upset by a, by an episode of GoBots that I watched in which they were on some alien world. And one of the things that they did in that alien world was they had these fights on like these hoverboard things over a giant pit of lava. And the idea was to knock the enemy off into the lava and they fucking did it and like burn these characters alive i was like holy fucking shit that is in this cartoon up. show in a children's cartoon show well it was the 80s yeah so the 80s was a very different time yeah that's all i can say because i remember being horrified at that i was i was like seven years old or some shit and and just looking at that go what the fuck hey kids gather around let's watch secret of nim and return to oz <laughs> They're family movies, right? They're not the scariest fucking things you'll ever see in your life. I still have a very, very warm place in my heart for both of those movies, by the way. Oh, no, I, I love them. They're great. But the, they are fucking scary. The Secret of Nim book was not as interesting as the movie. Really? Which it's, has been happening to me a lot lately. I actually finished. I'm getting off topic again, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it anyways. We are, we are getting way off. But. Uh, nothing lasts forever. I finished it. I told you that. And uh, oh, I, no, I, I don't think I know. I didn't have it finished when you were here last. I'm like, wow. No, I, don't, I don't think so. It fucking, it was okay, but I'd so much rather watch Die Hard. And then I moved on. I'm like, okay, you know what? We're going to do, we're going to do First Blood at some point within the next few months because Rambo 5 is coming out. Uh, so I'm reading the book. John Rambo. Yeah. And, and God, is it? I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Oh, here. fuck that guy with his nonsense. Uh, but I'm reading the book by David Morrell. Morrell? I don't know how to pronounce his fucking name. First Blood? Yeah. It's really fucking good. Is it? Yeah. Like, neither of those guys can write dialogue very well. Yeah. And it and some of the stuff that Rambo says, I'm like, wow, Stallone would never say that. But Rambo's a psycho in the book, and it's fucking great. Mm. 
Like he's act- actually nuts. Like you yeah, know, I mean that that makes sense. You know, especially if they if they are playing. I mean, did it have the same themes with the Vietnam vet? Yeah, Vietnam special forces, and then the Korean War vet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That no, that totally that totally makes sense. And it's like neither guy is a good guy, and it, yeah. it tells the story from both their perspectives. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. That way, First Blood is one of my favorite movies. It's it's like for me, I, I know some. I know I'm going to catch some shit for this, but for me, it's right there with Rocky as one of the best. It, it's a different kind of movie, obviously. Oh, yeah. But as one of the best, and you know, like it's so funny that it devolved into cheesy action movies because that was a genuinely great movie. First Blood was a truly fantastic movie. Oh yeah, we'll definitely get into that because I I really like that movie a lot. But this, I want to talk about that that family again when they're stopping because the car won't work, so it needs quote a ratchet. Yeah, he he spends the whole fucking movie looking for a ratchet. <laughs> that is his that is his Twinkie. <laughs> yeah, it's his Twinkie for sure. Which, by the way, there's a ratchet on the goddamn ground, and he doesn't pick it up later. That, isn't he isn't he kind of out by then oh no that's right well they've abandoned they've they they? they they lost the car and abandoned the motorcycle at that point oh did so, they yeah. well I, I just thought he just needed a fucking ratchet i know i know what it was for but like yeah why wouldn't he pick it up anyways it does seem like he should though yeah. it, it, it does kind of irk me when he just rides right by it like fuck this guy whatever so they're they're trying to eat the kid <laughs> The all their all their painfully unsubtle dialogue there, and their and their that creepy little girl who when they were they were sitting on the couch and she grabs his leg and like pinches him and like that's fucking creepy, dude. Like, there's no way we can do justice to the to the creepiness of that scene. Yeah, without, watch this movie, guys. This, w- Holy shit! Like, there's just no way we could possibly describe how fucked up that scene is. It is so great. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's just delightful. You want some candy? You want some candy? It'll put some meat on your bones. Oh god. She's fucking scary. But what I liked better than that, because that was just creepy, but the, the fucking windmill people and they're all oh, yeah. freaking out. Ah, the windmill people. Oh, I'm the like, windmills people were genuinely scary. That was awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed that. They were great. It's it's all it's all a huge cheese fest. It is. But it, then they then they take off the family gets in their car and they drive away and just leave the kid there in the fucking in the pot or whatever. Tied up in the pot. Yeah. <laughs> and then they said, Go home, you'll be late for school. Hurry home, kid, or you'll be late for school. But then apparently Buddy and the kid have this weird fucking connection because every time the kid is in trouble, Buddy is like right there. Well, but here's the thing you probably <laughs> missed because you were asleep. No, I saw that they, re- yeah, they, they drove by, by and like, and they ah, they're him. coming or whatever. So, I mean, you know, there was there was reason for Buddy to have been aware something was going on. But yeah, I, I keep on, I, I, wrote, I even wrote down, he keeps trying to get rid of the kid, but he keeps on coming back. Keeps, Not the kid. The kid back. doesn't keep coming back. Buddy, Buddy keeps, keeps coming, coming back, back to the kid. Yeah. The worst part of it is, is the kid totally fucked him over in the end like inadvertently but the kid is totally the reason he goes down like during the fight with the russians buddy is doing fine yeah he's he is ruling ass and then along comes the kid charging into battle for no fucking reason by the way and buddy gets distracted and then he gets stabbed in the shoulder and then he gets hit in the face and then you know he's gotta he's gotta make his comeback while (laughs) severely wounded which yeah i thought there was a a really big lack of russians in the movie for that being such a big plot point at the beginning and that opening <laughs> and that opening crawl thing we finally get russians and i i want to i love the fight scenes actually the fight choreography is really good because the guy uh the yeah the jeffrey actor, falcone yeah, he's a he's, stuntman he's, he's very he's very clearly a, uh, a stuntman he's obviously not a fucking actor yeah which he does good for, he's he, clear he's definitely yeah. a martial artist there's no question yeah. watching him perform that he, he does really great choreography now the the way the first few fights were edited i didn't like because i really hate those fast cuts i like i want to see 
people doing stuff. Yeah. But I, then I, once I we get to that, that Russian fight, it's it's all pretty long takes and they're yeah. they're really showing stuff and it, yeah. it, I'm like, "Oh no, now it's that's fucking cool. Did somebody else edit this scene? That's weird." It's cool. It, <laughs> it it's cool that yeah. Well, it's it's good that it it sort of like leads up and and that that's not earlier on in the story, you know, that like we get a lot of littler fights before we get to this big fight. Yeah. I really like that about it and I like that it's this sort of epic thing. Although I will I will say that that general irritates me every time <laughs> because he keeps saying the same fake Russian words over and over again. And wh- Oh, does he? I don't know. The first time you watch it, you don't notice. But if you've watched it a bunch of times like I have, you start to catch it every time he says the same goddamn fake Russian words. <laughs> and it just starts getting really irritating. I don't know how to speak Russian, so. I like the what the one guy said and the the subtitle was you're screwed, buddy. And he says, you're a fucking ski comrade, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Does he say that? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, God. And then that that guy's like, or maybe it was comrade Budski. I remember I remember the I remember that, but I don't remember what he says. I didn't get a chance to watch this twice. I really wanted to, but just did not get around to it. And I fucking needed to. This happens to be it's the one so that delightful. I needed to. It's so it's so good. But then that guy who's the tiger claw guy. Yeah. He tries to fight him. Doesn't do a very good job. <laughs> Just immediately gets his ass handed to him. It's fantastic. But overall, that was a really good scene. I really liked that. I did too. I I, I, lo- I love this whole movie start to finish. There, there's a few things that irritate the shit out of me. There there aren't a lot, but like the the Russian guy's fake Russian words that he just keeps saying the same thing over and over again. That That's really irritating. Well, and that is actually when I thought the movie was over. I'm like, well, I mean, I get maybe death just abandoned him and I'm remembering this. But wrong. no, but no. But no, the kid gets captured by the sa- what the, the spinach man. The spinach monster. No, that's before that's before that. Oh, is it? Yeah, he, no, he gets he gets captured by the spinach monster when death comes after him while they're in the desert. Oh yeah, that's right. Fuck. And then when they come out of the windmill god's lair, that's when they're 14 miles from Vegas or 18 miles from Vegas. That's and right. That's, that's right. when they meet the Russians. No, I'm backwards. So death is still on his trail. I love I love that scene where the kid's been captured by the spinach monster, death is coming after him, and then death runs up the dune and he's nowhere to be found and they're like all right come on boys we got we've got other people to kill or whatever and then death and his demon band walk off and then suddenly the sand starts shifting and up comes buddy and he has a little straw in his mouth that he was breathing (laughs) through it's fucking awesome it's just a great 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 scene doesn't one of the henchmen say like that kid makes him very uncool or some shit yeah yeah his love for the boy makes him very uncool i want to get to one of the strangest additions to this movie which is uh the guy I refer to as Juan Cusack. <laughs> I was I was I was thinking of him as a oh god Ralph Macchio. Oh really? Because of, because of that movie Crossroads that he did. <laughs> we're, but we're talking about the guy from the bar who, yeah. who's like, hey, they say you could kill over four hundred men and play a mean six string. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird to me because he seriously looks like like and he even talks like John Cusack, which is the bizarre thing. I didn't notice that. But if yeah, you I mean, listen to him, he talks like John Cusack. So. I had Ralph Macchio on the brain when I was when I was watching. Watch it again. And the first time you see him now, when he starts talking, he doesn't look like John Cusack anymore. But at first, when he's just sitting there in the background, it looks like a fucking John. He could be a John Cusack impersonator, at least some of the time. Maybe he is. Good. Maybe. I actually I actually know a Johnny Depp impersonator. So (laughs) really? Yeah. Oh, did you see? Did you see Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie? I think I think I brought this up before and you told me about that, though. I remember about the Johnny Depp impersonator. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Not not my Johnny Depp impersonator, though. I, I didn't figure it was. Who wouldn't remember me? I say I know him, but I'm like, we I, like you met him one time. I worked on a movie with him for like a week and then and I just kind of like this guy can't really act very well. I don't know. <laughs> 
Like, and he kind of looks like Johnny Depp. Wait, what he... was that? You told me about this before this this movie. Oh didn't yeah, you? Oh, fuck. Now I don't even remember what it was called. It was that dude who was like, "Cause what is the audience? Stupid. stupid. Yeah, yeah. They're so stupid. I'm like, well, and I'm and I'm like, well, clearly I wouldn't make a movie for them then. <laughs> like, I'm making a movie for me if I make a movie at all. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I think that's what the filmmakers were doing here. They were making. Oh a movie yeah, for they themselves. were. They were like, we're gonna we're gonna make a movie we would want to watch. Clearly, it never found its audience. Unfortunately, no. It has a six point seven on IMDb though. It's a great movie. I, I, yeah, I which, like I said, everyone I've introduced it to is just like, oh, this is such a fun movie. You know, it's it's just pure. It's just real pure fun. Like. Like it's not it's not getting bogged down by any kind of politics or or agenda. It's just about having fun. Let's talk about that dumb guy some more. Juan Cusack. Yeah, Juan Juan Cusack Machio. <laughs> and again, he's he's like he's like one of those characters who totally seems like you could base an episode around him and that interaction alone. That whole interaction thing that mm-hmm. could have been an entire episode of Six String Samurai. That'd be awesome, man. Hey, we have Netflix, guys. Let's get yeah, on it. yeah. Oh my God, Netflix could totally revive this as a sweet ass anime. They're doing awesome. some pretty cool anime. Uh, their Castlevania thing, I guess, was supposed to be pretty good. It was good. Yeah, I don't like anime very much, so I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Netflix could make the shit if out of it. If anybody this. could, it would be them. Yeah, it'd be a sweet-ass series. They could they could literally just take this exact movie and turn it into, like, an 8 to 12 episode series. God, I, I love the length of their seasons. It's so beautiful. I hate American TV, okay? I'm being a little in, hipstery in about it. In what way? We don't need, like, like, take Arrow, for instance, right? You don't need... Never seen it, but I'll take it. You don't need 23... 40 minute long episodes oh God. You don't need that, but that's how every fucking show is. Not every single one. Now they're kind of like American Horror Story. Every season is ten episodes, and that's on network. Well, it's on cable, but well, not. I think I, I think as long as those episodes are really interesting, it's fine. It's <laughs> if you're stretching it out to meet a certain episode limit, that's what they do. That's it, it can't be. It can't be that interesting for that fucking long. Well, so, I mean, I mean, some some shows can, but yeah, I mean, I mean, if if the writers aren't really good, it's just gonna get boring. And what what the hell's the point of that? You just gonna get people tuning out yeah and like like sitcoms are easier because they're only half hour you can or 20 minutes when you watch them on yeah. netflix you know you can power rangers same thing there's way too many fucking episodes in those first three seasons <laughs> in particular but they're easier to get through because they're only 20 minutes and you see the same morphing sequence in the intro in every episode so you can just fast forward through that you're, you're shaving the seconds off as you go skip intro button man skip oh, intro. yeah oh yeah i love netflix for Thanks, that netflix shit. But yeah oh fucking American TV that it's all about ad revenue. That's that's all yeah, it is. And I understand true. that. It's just I enjoyed watching Arrow, but I only made it to like the middle of the third season because too much. Yeah, that would be pretty cool to see this turned into like yeah. a yeah, like a 10 or 12 episode series. Fleshing it out, given given all those like have a whole have a whole backstory thing with the pin pals and and them going after him and stuff and and then the Red Elvises and there could actually be a confrontation between them or something like that, you know. It would be cool. It'd be very cool. The windmill people, the cleaver family let's finish talking about this guy because i want to i want to laugh about the windmill thing again in the spinach man <laughs> what were you going to say about oh well, i was just I, in general i was i was just <laughs> I, that's what i was saying is like he's he's got that that sense to him of you could have ha- you could have built an entire episode around that interaction and then it could have climaxed with him attacking buddy buddy kills him and then realizes that he doesn't i think buddy killed him accidentally i don't think buddy killed him on purpose yeah i couldn't quite tell but then he's like oh shit well i think i'm done with this and just leaves the sword there yeah and he was just like fuck this i need i, I gotta get a new gig yeah and the kid's like nope no the kid the kid the kid's annoying the kid says to him 
you can still be a good king. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and he takes the sword back. Oh, the kid talks now, by the way. Like I said, it was it's like rush hour where he spends the first twenty minutes of the movie not saying it. Well, word. I like that they address it though. You yeah. know, they haven't they have him say that outlandish thing about a fifty six Chevy <laughs> yeah. and a 40, 47 Buick or something like that. <laughs> and then he's like, I liked it better when you didn't say squat kid. <laughs> Float away, little butterfly. Which was the very first thing he said just let her away let's go back to that spinach man thing and how the kid gets captured by is that before or after the guitar sled that's that's right after the guitar yeah, sled it, it, he, he gets to the bottom of the hill on the guitar that's sled right. falls off sees the mummified corpse and oh, yeah. then the spinach monster shows up and drags him down the pipe to hell that's that's the welcome to, to hell. hell part yep. where you see that kid who got shot with the arrow and then buddy of course has to go rescue the kid Naturally. That's, and that's after he well no that that, that was ac- that was actually a pretty good scene again that could be a whole episode unto yeah. itself no that was really good i like because it. buddy you know like the kids doing that kata or whatever they're yeah. called you know and buddy's like what are you doing dancing just clock the kid <laughs> And he does. And he does. And, and he's it, a little badass. Yeah. But the prize isn't very good. He gets, No. The prize is you get to be sacrificed to the windmill god. <laughs> who is a fast-talking, weird eye robot. <laughs> well, I, I am the great and powerful windmill god. <laughs> what? You were expecting someone taller? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I liked that. That made me yeah, happy. No, it was great. That was fun. This movie is so stupid. And I like it. I've been on like a real action movie kick lately. Like I watched Bloodsport last week. Nice. And ever since then, I'm just like, I want to watch fucking Kickboxer. I need to watch it. I want to watch it. <laughs> so it was out, it was out of stock. I'm like, 50 bucks. Fuck that. I'm going to go to oh, pawn shops. Yeah. But I didn't. And then I got on Amazon one day and they, oh, it's in stock again. It's $9. I'm getting it. Good old Kickboxer. Yeah. And I've never actually seen the whole thing. Oh, really? So I'm, I'm pretty psyched. Oh, wow. No, I spent it's... my childhood watching Bloodsport. And that's pretty much it. Oh, wow, Bloodsport yeah. and Street Fighter were my Van Damme movies growing up. Oh ouch street fighter <laughs> and i love street fighter that's for... a stinker fest classic is what that that that's oh. been at stinker fest twice now nice and i love street fighter it sucks <laughs> but that's why i love well, street it. fighter is the worst i feel so bad for raul julia that that was his last week and he's really performing in it too like he's really given a performance like as if anyone in that any part of that movie deserved his performance he did it for his kids yeah well, he did he did he did it for his kids because he knew he was on his way out yeah so. i guess that makes sense and you might as well have fun with it it's yeah well that's the thing he like he's clearly having he's sort of like dennis hopper in Waterworld. He he's just like <laughs> he's just like this is fucking retarded I, i'm just gonna fuck with these people I'm just that is shit <laughs> <laughs> i don't do polka baby i i noticed that there's not a lot of one-liners until you get like halfway through the movie and then he starts spitting out like i don't do polka baby and then it's if you look like me you'd be good looking oh yeah that stuff if i were you i would run if you were me You'd be good looking. That's on the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. yep. That's on the soundtrack, by the way. I've, I've listened to it many, many times. I love that. I like that line. If you were me, you'd be good looking. I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to say that to people at work. If anybody ever comes at you with, if I were you, this. Yes. You just, <laughs> just come back. If you were me, you'd be good looking. <laughs> when does he hand the kid the guitar and say, don't scratch my guitar? Or if you scratch my guitar, I'll kill you. Was that right before the Russians? Yes. Okay. The kid definitely fucking scratches the guitar after the Russian fight because he's dragging the guy. Dude, he's the kid buddy. slides down a sand hill on the guitar, that, using the guitar as a slide. That was before he told him that. That was before he said that. The so, guitar has been scratched no to shit, shit at this right? point. 
The guitar shouldn't work. Buddy uses it as a weapon multiple times. (laughs) What is the deal with this fucking guitar? Why does Death want that guitar so bad? Death wants the guitar because it represents... He'd have to... Basically because he has to kill Buddy to get it. Okay, because his his fender isn't isn't good enough to... It's not about the guitar. It's about (laughs) killing everyone who stands in his way. It's like you said. Like when Buddy... Because Death is killing all these guitar players. Which, by the way, they have this great cast of guitar players that Death kills off throughout the movie. And I like that one of them... One of them is very clear clearly el mariachi he's got the he's got the guitar case he's he's very clearly mexican you know like i love it it's very clearly el mariachi and death kills him and when he dies he falls into his guitar case which is great and i still haven't seen el mariachi but i have you've seen desperado though really i have them both oh my but i I haven't gotten around if you're on an action kick if you're on an action kick dude desperado is the shit it's more like a van damme kick but yeah well van damme's great but fuck man desperado is an awesome action movie and and el mariachi is a good action movie but desperado is awesome el mariachi is the one that you're like holy shit he only had five thousand dollars to do this yeah which is <laughs> bullshit he didn't make that movie for five thousand dollars he swears he did yeah well he also he also had a university editing studio and film lab at his disposal so you know he, he basically got away for free on all that stuff so wheeling back around to the scene where yes. the kid's dragging the guitar <laughs> and buddy and scratching the fucking guitar yes he is very obviously and he didn't murder the kid like he promised i'm kind of mad Here, about that. here's the thing Here, here's the thing about that scene every time i watch that scene all I can think is he had to have like a pad or something on the side of his head, right? He's not I, just going to let him drag him along con- uh, along pavement like that, is he? He, is a, he is a stuntman. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He is a stuntman. But ow. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'm, like I'm just oh. watching it like, that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, if if he actually had to pull him all the way to Vegas, dude, that he wouldn't even be able to play guitar anymore. His arm would be fucking broken. His body apart. Well, it, it, now, admittedly, they were only 18 miles from Vegas at that point. Have you ever drug a human being 18 miles? <laughs> I have. I hate it when I have to do that. <laughs> Fuck. It's the worst. Ah, he was unconscious the whole time. So no, he wasn't. He was tied up. It's fine. Now we're getting to the to the final showdown. Now we're getting death. to the actual end of the movie. The real, the real, the really for real end where the kid yeah. completely fucking kills Buddy inadvertently. You know, Buddy's just doing the right thing, man. Was he? I don't know. I do have to say, those henchmen are terrible fucking shots, by the way. They are. Oh, God. They're the worst. Until, you're right, the kid comes up and blah, and then, then he, he's well, like, Well, no, what? but that but that's the thing about that scene. Okay, so, like, there's this whole confrontation scene with Buddy and Death, and they have a guitar off, which is simultaneously awesome and annoying, because if you, if you watch their finger work, they are so obviously not guitar players, neither Death nor Buddy. <laughs> Death has fucking gloves on. He's so. playing the guitar with gloves on, which is fantastic. But no, like I, all I can do is watch it, and I can hear I can hear the person who's actually playing guitar descending the neck, you know, like like going down, and you can hear him getting lower. And Buddy is still up here playing, you know, like on the guitar, and you're like, that's not where your fucking hands are supposed to be, dude. Ralph Macchio did it better. So he's playing against Death. This is the point at which it becomes, in case you hadn't already figured it out, Death is. Is heavy metal and buddy yeah. is rock and roll classic rock and it roll. is rock and roll versus heavy metal now yeah like it it, it it comes down to that and at that that's the point at which you realize buddy is the bad guy because he's rock and roll because he's old rock and roll and death is fucking awesome metal no i'm just i just have you, have you heard metal these days no i i completely agree most me- most metal is bullshit but here's the thing the only reason that old rock and roll is so cool is because only the good stuff survived there was a lot of bullshit being 
made back then. I actually don't like a whole lot of classic rock release, though. I'm kind of. I like a lot of that old school rock. I like rockabilly. I like I, Buddy Holly is the fucking shit, man. I got a Buddy a couple of Buddy Holly albums not too long ago. I was like, didn't get Buddy Holly, but I got them from the library. I was like, ah, I might as well listen to this, you know, give it a try. Started listening to it like, oh, I totally get it now. I get why Don McLean wrote that song. Well, so I guess I'm I, I'm thinking about classic rock as in the shit you, they play on the radio. They say play the same 12 songs oh, all mean? day, every day. <laughs> I hate fucking Stairway to Heaven, so, so, dude. So, 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 so like uh, Pink Floyd's Comfortably Numb or, yes, or Comfortably or, Numb and The Wall or The Wall and uh, there's another one I think by Sk- Pink Floyd uh, uh, and then there's and, and then there's Sweet Home Alabama and uh, there's also playing that fucking Kid Rock song that is Sweet Home Alabama but with Kid Rock singing dumb lyrics over no excuse it, that, that song is, is Werewolves of London with Kid Rock singing about Sweet Home Alabama the music is Werewolves of London I hate Kid Rock too oh my god my 12 year old self should punch himself in the dick. Were you super into Kid Rock for a minute there? Ball with the ball was the best fucking thing ever. Well, you know, I'm no better. I was super into Limp Biscuit for a minute. Me in, too. In I, oh God. And I, I got on YouTube just, uh, just, just for a little nostalgia trip and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch their performance at Woodstock 99. <laughs> Fred Durst is one of the worst fucking singers I've oh, ever no, heard in my he's life. He's awful. He's absolutely Holy awful. Holy shit. He is so bad. Like, why did a dude who is as talented as Wes Borland and DJ Lethal, right? Why did they <laughs> let him in their band? Why was that a thing? I don't understand. I don't get it either, personally. But Fuck. I guess they reconciled. <laughs> They're back. They're coming back, I think. Oh, Thank God. God. Oh, yeah. I was afraid we had seen the last of them. I hate musicians. <laughs> They're the biggest douchebags on the fucking planet. Well, yeah, they, some of them are. Some of them are for sure. And there's I'm a, definitely a level of douchebaggery that comes with being a musician. I can't argue that point. I've known a lot of musicians. So. Yeah, and even when I'm when I'm playing and I'm really into it, I'm even, a douche even, too. Even the good guys, even the <sighs> good good guys, you kind because you kind of have to become a douche in order to believe that people should listen to you for that long. That kind of what we're doing. I mean, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. We're douchebags for doing like, for doing this. Come on, we're completely douchebags right like, now. Like, hey, this requires uh, it requires a little talent. I'm not gonna. It requires a little effort to be able to talk for an hour and a half without and make it interesting. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which we do, sort of. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> One and five's not oh, bad. <laughs> hey, that's better than some. So the kid really fucks Buddy over. Yeah, fuck that kid. At the end. Oh, and that's the thing. I that's the thing I was going to say. You're right. They are terrible shots. But the impression I get after the guitar battle because they have the guitar battle, which is kind of cool, unless you know, like you watch their hands. But then Buddy kind of like he starts. He goes into this Zen state and he's playing the guitar. And at this point, he's won. He he beat Death. Death conceded during the guitar battle, and now he's walking towards it. And Death is like, kill him. And so the the guys start unleashing their arrows, and Buddy is just walking into it, playing his guitar. And it and it's this very cool. The guy who does the the guy who does the music for this movie was really good. I really like the music that he did. Yeah, it, it all works. And it's, it's just it's, nice. it's just this kind of this kind of cool finger work, and it's very haunting and atmospheric <laughs> finger work. And he. <laughs> okay continue i'm sorry thank you kid <laughs> and the impression i get is that he's sort of he's sort of like spiritually deflecting 
the arrows. Okay, I kind of thought that too. Like I, I kind of saw like because yeah. as soon as the kid comes running up behind him, and the kid comes running at him with his sword, like I'm gonna save the day and bring you your sword, buddy. And uh, here comes the kid running, and then Buddy gets distracted, turn around, turns around, and all these arrows are flying, and he's like, "The kid's gonna get hit with arrows." He doesn't say that, obviously, but that's what he's thinking. He's thinking the kid's <laughs> gonna get hit with arrows. I gotta save him, and he runs toward the kid and gets hit in the back like twenty fucking times <laughs> with yep. arrows, and then throws himself on top of the kid to protect him and then appears to die he doesn't die but he appears to die but he doesn't die because he's a badass and he gets up and he sword fights with death with arrows sticking with, out of his with back like fucking a fucking porcupine quiver of arrows <laughs> i was trying to come up with something like a turtle shell of arrows <laughs> Uh, but I, I, the turtle shell was the best I could come up with. Yeah. But <laughs> so anyway, it, it, he has this badass fight scene. And then of course, and, and then of course there's the wizard of Oz ending. So the kid spits on death and death is like, ah, ah and he's burning. And then yeah. I'm like, wait, like for a second, I'm like, the kid must be magic or something. But then he squirts water from a, from one of the it's like, canteen. That and and it's like, found. wait a minute. In what world where you could be dissolved by, into nothing by water, would you even fucking step outside for any reason? Yeah. Let right. alone go trekking across the wasteland. What about the water in the air? Doesn't I mean, granted, hurt? granted, it is Nevada. I guess it's probably dry there. huh? It is bit. Nevada. So maybe that's the, maybe that's the idea is death lives in the desert because he can't stand the water. Yeah. So I. I wrote I, I was trying to come up with a with a comparison for what he did because he like puts his hands together and then he spins around in a circle and drills a hole drills himself <laughs> into the ground yeah. so I so I, I typed in he drills himself into the ground like a power ranger because they do that in the third season when they're all ninjetti and shit but, oh really yeah in ninja <laughs> 3 the same thing happens the ninja gets stabbed and then he fucking starts spinning around and goes into the dirt <laughs> I gotta fucking see this movie <laughs> sounds amazing it is. It is a beautiful thing. I wonder if they saw Ninja 3. I mean, they clearly saw Rollerblade 7, so... Oh, yeah. No, and I had that thought. I'm like, huh, what are they... I know, they, they had to have seen... Uh, if they're making a movie like this, they had to have seen some a lot of canon movies, specifically. Yeah, I mean, they clear, they clearly love B-movies. You know, this was... They, they knew exactly what they were making when they started making this. It's fantastic. Anyway, so so there there's there's the end, and then the kid kills death with with the water bottle he pulled off a russian in order to try and save buddy that first thank time. you i tried to say that i couldn't spit it out <laughs> so death is dead death's backing the death's hooligans come over and they're like whoa you killed death <laughs> they're like that's fucking awesome <laughs> like if you ever need a band call us and they give him a they give him a business card and then and then i like that off screen where you can't see it, there's this fluttering sound, which implies to me that they're like demons or something, and they just turned into like birds or sprouted wings or something and flew off. They fluttered away like little butterflies. No, it was more like crows or bats. Batterflies. So, so now, um, fine. Batterflies. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I I'm not supporting that. So. <laughs> the the kid turns around and Buddy has disappeared, leaving only his clothes. And whatever else you may say about the, or I may say about that kid, the next scene where the music starts swelling and we pan up and there's the kid in fucking Buddy's adult sized clothes, carrying his guitar and his sword, walking towards Vegas with that music swelling. That is the most fucking bad i get chills every time i watch it it is so awesome did you see as he got further away did it look like he was growing no he turns into buddy as he yeah like it phases into jeffrey falcone is that what happened yeah what the fuck what did we watch 
<laughs> it it sort of dissolves into him. They obviously shot it twice, once with the kid, once with Jeffrey Falcone. Well, I know how they do it. Thank yeah. you. No, it was. It, but it, no, I, I, I just thought I kind of bl- it's another thing. I blinked and then I'm like, wait, <laughs> you got to watch this movie while you're awake. Dude. Oh, man. I says the guy who who has probably slept like 16 hours this entire week. Yeah, man, you got to get that shit figured out. Sleep is the best thing ever. Also, pooping. Pooping is Pooping great. is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've been having some hate poops lately because <laughs> because I feel like my body is reacting like I have the flu to this whole thing. Oh, so that I fe- fucking sucks, dude. If I, if I, did, if I oh. didn't know what was causing my feeling so shitty, I would think I was coming down with the flu. So I've got like really rotten diarrhea. Oh, I'm leaving that in. It's foulness. It's just pure evil and hatred coming out my ass. See, like right now, like right when we're done, I'm gonna have to go take a shit. I've been, I've been having the the, the stomach, the the bubble guts for like, <laughs> no, me the too. Last couple I, days. Me too. I, I, I've been, I've been sitting here like I can feel it churn in the whole podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely know what's happening after this is over. Yeah, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> All right, we should probably call. I'm it single, by the way, ladies. <laughs> we should probably call it before before one of us shits our pants. <laughs> All right, so we've reached the end of the movie, and... And the kid walks into Vegas, and, okay, this is the last thing I have to say that was in my notes. I'm pretty sure I hit every point I wanted to, aside from this one, which is the first time they see Vegas before the death battle, it looks really good. It looks good because they kind of see it through the heat, through a heat haze, a little bit out of focus at the edge of the scene. You see some towers growing up into the sky, and it looks pretty good. That effect aged pretty well. The kid walking into Vegas scene, though, <laughs> that Vegas looks pretty pretty bad it has not aged well maybe they messed up the map painting yeah that 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 effect did not mm, no oh the other the other effect that really bums me out throughout this movie is whenever not as much earlier a little bit earlier but specifically during the final battle when when death's face turns into a skull oh yeah the cgi was not ready their cgi budget was not ready to cover that scene they had a budget for this no it was the, it, clearly not enough of one because, i told you they used it all on gumballs yeah it they clearly spent the whole budget on gumballs there were a lot of fucking gumballs and uh they should have they should have spent more on either cgi or just not ever shown death's skull face because it looks like shit i liked it <laughs> it looks so fucking it. bad but the whole movie's bad kind of so it kind of fits, no, you fits see, with I, the whole thing that's just that's just <laughs> it i think this movie's great like i love it unironically i think it's a blast to watch it is it is i mean there's that like there's that scene nobody talks to the pin pals that way nobody and then they cut to the other guy <laughs> yeah nobody yeah that <laughs> i'm like ooh trauma vibes there you go <laughs> And by the way, uh, to the audience, that was a perfect impression of that voice. It really was. That's exactly what he sounded like. No shit. <laughs> so watch this shit for free on YouTube, guys. Yeah, definitely do. But I no, I fucking love this movie. I love this movie unironically. And so like the few spots where it really, you know, like the CGI thing and then the Vegas matte painting, they kind of bum me out now just because I, I love I can forgive them. It's not like I can't forgive them, but I feel like, oh, they could have just done it a little bit differently and it would have aged so much better than it did. Well, now's your chance. Let's remake it. This is something I didn't say. Where the fuck is my six string Samurai Blu-ray? This movie has never come out in a proper release. I have the DVD of it. It is a first generation DVD, which means it's not widescreen. It's fucking letterboxed for... For a, a regular old school TV. Yep, that's the one that I got. So I have to, I have to, I have to set my TV. I have to zoom in in order to, in order to get the whole se- the whole thing filling up my screen. Oh, do you? you can you not do letterbox? Does it bug you? Not when it looks like 
an envelope got tacked into the middle <laughs> of my giant fucking TV. No, I can't do that. I don't, got, I don't mind a movie that's letterbox. Like if it has bars at the top and bottom because the director used a wide aspect ratio, that's fine. But formatted 16.9 and it's sitting in the middle of my TV because it's cut from an old fucking laser disc or something like that. <laughs> that pisses me the fuck off. Like when they did the uh, the Star Wars, when they released the special editions, but they also had the originals on them on DVD. I was like, fuck, I'm finally going to get the originals. No, they put them on fucking letterboxed. Letterboxed. So when I watch it on my widescreen TV, it looks like shit. <laughs> And I wouldn't even notice. I wouldn't at all. I've, I've gotten used to the letterbox thing. I'm over it. I don't mind letterboxing if you're watching it on a four by nine or whatever the fuck the aspect ratio is on a regular old TV. I don't <laughs> mind a letterboxing then. That's fine because you want to preserve the original aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. But these are 16 by nine TVs. It should fit. So I, w- I want a Blu-ray of this Palm Pictures. Get on the get on the ball, man. It'll never happen. I know it'll never happen. <laughs> I, I fucking know it'll never happen because nobody's seen this goddamn movie. If more people saw this movie, it would totally happen because it's a great movie. It's, maybe, a, it's a blast. It's so much fun to watch. Maybe the filmmakers are on Instagram and we can and, and Twitter and stuff and we can think, tag them in it. I don't think the filmmakers are going to have anything to say about it. They're, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Lance. Yeah, sure. We'll totally put out a Blu-ray for you there, buddy. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll, Palm we'll, Pictures is good. Go tell him to go fuck himself. They'll print off two of them for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go through that whole remastering process for you. No problem for a movie that made $7,000 in its initial release yeah, or no something. Shit. Final word from me on the movie is watch it. Watch it. Absolutely. If you haven't watched it already, watch it. If you have watched it already, watch it again because it's worth watching again. And don't be tired because yeah, it's no you know, good. have a cup of coffee before or something like that. <laughs> That'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with something. I don't know what. When we're gonna do Godzilla? We are going to record Godzilla, but who the fuck knows when all these episodes are actually gonna come out? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So that being said, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at all the bullshits at the shark pod. And if you want to give us some money, you can go to patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood. But yeah. All right, everybody. I'm until... Back on my meds. I need money to cover the costs. Oh yeah. Yeah. He needs, he needs that shit because <laughs> our insurance makes us pay for shit now. It's yeah. dumb. It's dumb. And I'm making minimum wage. <laughs> I hope that gets us the sympathy vote at least a little bit. I'm waiting for a response for like, from like nobody. All right, everybody. Until next week, skate the path of righteousness and stay jossum.